Welcome to the Neurodiverse Toolbox with Sheila Kieschlin and Paige Kieschlin. Good afternoon, Paige. Good afternoon, Ma. How's your day? Okay, how was yours? Okay, it's a long day. <laughs> so, um, we're talking about the ADHD tax today? Yes. What'd you find out? So ADHD tax is what you, it's what you pay the price of your, of the mistakes that you make due to the symptoms of ADHD, specifically, well, obviously ADHD tax. Um, so for example, parking tickets, traffic tickets, late fees, um, being in debt, um, or low credit score, um, which leads to other problems. So it's like a never ending cycle. Health issues. Health issues. Um, I could imagine probably Therapy, coaching. relationship issues. Yes. I didn't specifically so this, say that when I was researching, but I'm going to assume it means everything. So yeah. So there's a bunch of like financial reasons why you pay extra. So it's a right. literal, yes. I actually have a I actually have a client who has an actual line item on her budget for it. So there's lots of financial pieces, but then there's a more significant cost. In quotes. Of, if, if only you could see me, in quotes. Mm -hmm. A more significant cost of stress, anxiety, shame, guilt. All the fun stuff. All that fun stuff. <laughs> um, so... What does, uh, why does ADHD attacks happen? Um, so Russell Berkeley, um, it talks about the in, in, intention action gap, which is, um, he thinks, he thinks that inattention deficit disorder is a better name for ADHD instead of attention deficit disorder or, a, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and because it better captures the never ending struggles that of making, of ta taking action on decisions that people with ADHD tend to have to, uh, struggle with. Or even making those or decisions. Or making, um, AKA failing to do what we know that we're supposed to do it. I'm, no, I'm supposed to, I should clean my room. And do my laundry, but getting there. Or take care of your computer when it says there's an issue with it before it breaks. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it does. That's Which why we're maybe why we're document. recording only on my computer today. Yeah. Um, um, else? um analysis paralysis. That's or, the decision making yeah, issues. Yeah, the decision making right? issues. They they um, sort of deep dive into every possibility and then they have too much information to make a decision. Um, forgetfulness and disorganization because mm -hmm. we're forgetful and we're disorganized. Indeed. Um, oops. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, the now versus not now. So because of time blindness, uh, we don't think about how our actions will affect us in the future. 
Like right now you might want to punch Timmy in the face, but what actions will those give you in the future if you punch Tom or Jimmy? Timmy. Timmy. If you punch <laughs> if you punched if you punch Timmy in the face, you, those have bad consequences. Don't, don't punch, punch Timmy. <laughs> no, don't or anybody punch, else. Don't <laughs> punch Timmy. That's um so we think more about instant gratification of something rather than what how it will affect us in the future so like when you buy something that happens to me a lot um there's like this weighted stuffed animal that I bought and my instant thought was oh a weighted stuffed animal would be so nice because I could just hold it and it would be nice and weighted but I didn't think like of you know the fact that weighted things cost a lot of money but that you might need that money for something or that else. I might need that money for something else, or that mm-hmm. it might not be weighted at all when it gets here. As the, as the case was. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you have anything else to add? Because I'm, I'm out of um, information. I'm out of information. That's all the information. I think the bigger issue is yes, there's a cost issue, and yes, that sucks. And yes, a lot of people in, with ADHD live in debt, constant which debt, or is unfortunate rolling revolving debt but um i think the bigger cost is to mental health as far as goes like shame or um in, um shame and guilt and all those things because that has a bigger cost on relationships with other people and um you know quality of life in general right Mm -hmm. not that not having money doesn't have an an effect on quality of life but me and it kind of does it 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 totally does but i think the bigger cost is the shame and the guilt and the relationships or the loss of relationships and the poor self-esteem right money isn't everything money's not everything right um and i think that you know those are the bigger the bigger issues so how can people outcomes well we just kind of talked about those yeah um so hacks um so first if you don't have one already start a budget it's hard to know how to save money if you don't know how much you're spending in the first place or what you're spending it on so then you can see like things stack up you might not think that your seven ninety nine Netflix and your six ninety five or whatever YouTube or Hulu and Disney Plus a month, but all of that stuff adds up. Plus, or like even the littler purchases. Yeah. Well, it's the instant the instant gratification. It's those instant gratification, right? Yeah. The grocery store can be a dangerous place. Mm-hmm. The There's so many counter. good stuff. Well, and I just- work there. There's a <laughs> lot of actually really interesting food in a grocery store. But um, don't do that. And then I did this in college mostly. I forgot about it until recently when you told me that I should do this to other to certain websites. Mm. There's this website called Cold Turkey. It's free and it's an internet blocker or in a, a website blocker. Yeah, blocker. Yeah, yeah. So it will block anything. I think media blocker. Yeah, it will block anything for you. So. I, when I used it, I used it for YouTube and stuff. 
Gee, did you just hear our dryer go off? Sorry about that. Um, I used it for YouTube and for Netflix and stuff because I got distracted with that and wasn't studying. So I attempted to use the big ADHD tax. I tried a semester. I tried to um I so I tried this thinking that it would help. Spoiler alert, it didn't help. But but it could help some it people. It could help. Um, I'm gonna try using it on like Amazon and stuff because that probably will help. Because yeah. there was other ways for me to get around going onto YouTube and Netflix right. and stuff. Um, but if I delete it off my phone and I block it on my computer, I can't get to it. So I say I don't think there's a way to completely avoid the ADHD tax. That's sad. Because you have Someone ADHD. Someone should fix that. <laughs> you have ADHD. Yeah. And so there's no way to completely never, never um, lash out at somebody or never say something that you're going to regret or, or never do or do something you're going to regret or buy something impulsively. Right. I mean, all those things are going to happen at some point. I don't think there's a way to like absolutely 100 percent get rid of it. Mm-hmm. So really what we're looking for is like progress, right? So when can you help yourself out, right? So I think a oh. big part of a big part of controlling your ADHD challenges, particularly if you're impulsive, is to not put yourself in a situation to begin with. Mm-hmm. So if you have trouble with like impulsively shopping, hey, don't go to the mall or don't go. Don't have, to, don't have webs. Don't have like H and M's app on your phone. Yeah. Don't have those or, apps on your phone. Don't, um, so you don't have shopping apps on your phone. Don't go to those websites, particularly if you know you shop more when you're like upset or depressed or feeling anxious. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's a real sign of like, Oh, don't, don't go to that site right now. Mm-hmm. Do something else that will make you feel better. Go talk to a friend or a family member or watch a movie. Bath bombs. Um, take a yeah, take bath a bath bombs. bomb. Something else, right? Mm-hmm, um, yes. I think in general, though, like the big thing to remember in general, I think in every situation with ADHD is to slow down, put the brake on, so that you can evaluate your behavior. Before you snap at somebody or before you um, buy something you don't want to buy or before you hang up the phone while you're talking to a loved one or <laughs> on purpose. Yeah. Like hang up. The, I've uh, actually I've done that. Right. I have right. done that to someone. Right. So. Right. A lot of this is like the cost of relationships or friendships. So before you assume, you know, why somebody said or did something that upset you, maybe you should take a second to like, think about it or evaluate your own behavior. Right. I think people with ADHD often try and find reasons that aren't themselves for why something went wrong in a relationship. And sorry, but sometimes it's you. Right. Sometimes it's not you. Sometimes the other person's a complete douche. Sometimes. But sometimes it's you. Sometimes you like snapped just one too many times at somebody. Or sometimes you use somebody for like a ride one too many times. Or sometimes you, you know, did something 
I'm always afraid of that to ask people for rights too much. Yeah, right. Um, right. So I just think in general, like you should slow down. If you see yourself moving really quickly, if your thoughts seem to be really bombarding, that's all take the time. A couple of deep breaths. They shouldn't be if you're on the right dosage of medication, if you're taking medication at all and you're having bombarding thoughts, you're not on the right dose, right? Because that's what medication is supposed to do is help those bombarding thoughts, right? If you're having bombarding thoughts and you're not on medicine, medicine, then run up and down the stairs a few times, do some cardio, right? Like do some agility training, move your body, get out of your head and into your body, right? So those I think are really big things. I think the other things are like, other ways to avoid situations where you're going to spend money, if that's your biggest issue, if that's your biggest ADHD tax, right? Then mm-hmm. I think it's important to like have an accountability partner around that. So don't go shopping alone. Always go with a friend, right? And tell that friend, like, this is how much I'm going to spend or this is how much I have, you know, budgeted to spend or this time of year, if you're Christmas shopping or something, yeah. right? Or holiday shopping, then you want to be like, this is how much I spend per person. Or, this, you know, maybe your people aren't equal. Maybe you're going to spend more on like a significant other than you're going to spend on like a friend, right? <clears throat> but that should all be predetermined. Um, and so that you can give whoever you're shopping with that information, right? Um your like if your issues the grocery store as is yours you can't get away from it because you work there but other people don't right so almost all of my clients use the like online shopping i can't wait to live on my own and do that so so they have their groceries either delivered or most of my clients have their groceries delivered so i have to go to the grocery store at all and they allow substitutions right so they literally have everything dropped off I don't allow substitutions, but I don't have a problem shopping, right? So that's not, that's not my issue. Um, so um, my bigger issue is like, I just want really like the healthiest food. And sometimes they don't substitute it with the healthiest option, mm-hmm. um, right? Is that's the other thing, like what you put into your body affects your brain, right? So... Mm-hmm. Don't eat crap. Don't eat crap. <laughs> Don't eat crap. I've Don't eat sugar. The more sugar effects. you eat, the more impulsive, impulsive you are. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. If there's a direct correlation. Yeah. The more sugar you eat, the more I impulsive know. you are. Thank you. Um, if you're not getting enough sleep, that's your brain's not going to function as well, right? It always goes back to that like foundational level of, you know, if you're taking meds, are you taking them regularly? Are you sleeping? Is your environment set up to support you? Um, are the closest people, whoever's on your team, right? Your closest family and mm-hmm. family members, are they Good. like, are they supportive? Do they call you out when you need to be called that? When they're calling you out, are they like being abusive nice. about it? Or are they like, Hey, I don't think this is helping you. Um, and you know, avoid sugar, avoid sugar. Avoid sugar. It's delicious, but avoid it. It's so bad for you. Uh-huh. It's so, I mean, it's so bad for everybody. 
Like it doesn't matter who you are. It's, it's super bad for you. Even Timmy shouldn't eat sugar. <laughs> Even if you punched him in the face. Um, <laughs> which you shouldn't do. Um, <clears throat> right? But it, I mean, besides all the health issues that it causes, which is then going to cause you, cost more you more, like, you know, diabetes is expensive. There's an ADHD tax you don't want, right? Yeah. Um, which comes from no diabetes. Idea. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh. Um, but like, there's a, a sugar like increases your chance for like heart disease and cancer and Alzheimer's and all kinds of crap nobody wants, right? Now, obviously, if there's candy sitting in front of you, you're not thinking about thirty, forty years from now when you might get no Alzheimer's. I'm, I'm right? thinking I want it. Exactly. Right. So it's not about like, often if you try and completely eliminate something, that's a, it's just not a good way to try to do something. To try and do something, right? It's more about substitution, right? So you can, you know, maybe what you need to have is like a cooking day with a friend so that, you know, when you make cookies or whatever sweet you want to make that you're using like monk fruit or... Or um, something that's more natural that's not going to have as much of an impact as sugar, right? Thought? Yes. Oh, no. I was just thinking of those delicious wannabe mounds that you buy at that mm -hmm. grocery store. I don't know right. where you're finding them. They're delicious. Right? They're, they are. They're very good, right? So it's more about, like, treats or treating yourself well. That also makes you feel good in a more positive way and not in a way that's going to end up having a cost that you don't want. Mm -hmm. So, Paige, how's the ADHD tax affect you? Oh, so much. Like what? Like, um, well, biggest one is like literally like money. Mm -hmm. Um, or well yeah money but also like like buying stuff and then impulsive shopping impulsive yeah. shopping especially online shopping online is great but then i get these not really but not really mm -hmm. um and then you get the boxes from them and then the boxes sit in my room forever so okay. that has its own tag because yes. it has clutter and that's yes visual and then there's like of it and then my room gets messy rather quickly because of the boxes mm -hmm. and then that makes me want to do it more and then that's very stressful which makes other things happen so it's a cycle it's a cycle yeah yes right um how else is the adhd tax showing up for you um probably in friendships i'm honestly not really sure Definitely when you were younger. Okay. No, that didn't make the best, the greatest French choices. No, not always. <laughs> so well, I'm not sure. definitely more of an issue when you were younger and undiagnosed, yeah. I think. Yeah. All right. Um, or in relationships, but. Well, romantic relationships. Romantic relationships, but like that was both of us. That was not, neither side was good. So when that just was a relationship that shouldn't have happened. But mm. 
let's think romantic relationships family relationships i would say in what way um um well when i was dating oh um <laughs> um herbert herbert it's not his name that's not his name um, <laughs> and Alexis got super sick. Oh, uh, yeah. And I like, well, I did care. Oh, no. Well, yes. You weren't very supportive. I wasn't, but I did care. Saying that I didn't. That might be true, but she I did. But, but we could tell you cared. Yeah, I know. And um, that damaged it severely. Mm -hmm. Still trying to work on it. Mm -hmm. um, let's think. Hey, where's your computer? Oh, it's in my room. Why? It's charging. Why is it really well, it's in your room? Well, no, it is <laughs> charging because I thought I turned it off because it's it's stuck on oh. its little um, Microsoft. Yeah, doodad. Yeah, it won't come up. Not it won't working come properly. Up. I don't oh, was it giving you warning signs well, before? Did I you do know. anything about those warnings? I don't know if the shut if the randomly like just freezing up on me and then canceling out the things was I thought it might have been like an internet issue because sometimes my computer just decides to disconnect from the internet yeah so, it just disconnecting from the internet was probably the clue that you no, needed no, to it do started doing that after dad got like that that thing that was supposed to help and I'm just saying then that was like a that year and a half not at, that's not right like that shouldn't happen and i know you it probably should have done some maintenance probably do you do routine maintenance actually, on your computer and do you routinely even, back up your computer no, and it told me that my 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 safety thing mm -hmm. had expired oh and i kept like muting okay. it so all adhd tech stuff yes all yes. adhd yes so, ma'am so the whole computer was just take care of your computer i really hope they're expensive they can fix it or your phones. I really hope they can fix it. Mm -hmm. Techie nerdy people at Staples, please can fix my computer. Let's hope. That's the other thing. Is I like, don't want to buy it. Some people, some of my clients with ADHD have a real anger issue in addition to their ADHD. I'm glad. Right? Don't you don't. I'm like, glad. You're not, you're not violent, <laughs> but like some of my clients really like don't feel better. Until they like break something. Oh, that would be nice. Right? Axe throwing. Yeah. That would be so much. But fun. that, but but nobody has like an axe throwing set up in their house. That right? would be cool. So, so they end up throwing things, and you know what's in your hand most often is your cell phone, right? Yes. Yeah, don't throw that. Don't throw your um, cell phone. Right, but they also like they cook things or they break things, and sometimes they're things that were like are important to them, Aww. right? Or were meaningful to them, right? And so there's a tax that you can't. Oh, I feel so sad. You, you can't make up for, right? Mm -hmm. I was just actually listening. I'm in a class, and so I have to like observe other people's phone calls. Yeah. And one of the women that somebody else was coaching, so um, she decided that she's going to keep a bucket of sticks in her house <laughs> so she can break a stick when she's upset. That's good. I thought and it was a really great. I thought it was a really great solution, that especially solution. if you live in a place where you have a lot of sticks anyway, right? Like we have a, a lot of sticks. 
really mature trees. And so we have a lot of sticks. A lot right? of sticks. A ridiculous amount of sticks. Um, so the sticks. Right. But, um, but like, I thought that was a really good solution, right? So if you are one of those people that have more anger issues and you need to break something to feel better, get a bucket of sticks, get a bucket of sticks or get a bucket of anything else that it doesn't matter if you break it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause some of my clients, you know, like sometimes I'll have a client that's like, you know, I throw my stuffed animal or mm-hmm. I like scream in my pillow or I punch my pillow. But for some of my clients, like it has to have a hard sound. Oh, right. So they good. they hit like, but they hit stuff that's going to end up hurting them, right? Oh, so they're punching like tables wall. or walls, right? That's not that. That's just going to add a whole another layer of ADHD tax when you have to go to the emergency room to fix your broken hand, mm-hmm. um, or get your drywall fixed, mm-hmm. right? So I thought the sticks was Sticks are good an amazing solution, right? Yeah. For people who like need to have some kind of sound of something breaking going along mm-hmm. with their anger. Um, I don't know. Ooh, a damn it doll. You could a get a damn it doll. Damn it dolls are awesome. I've you never don't know what they are. Just Google that. Damn it dolls are great. You used and a damn it doll? I have it. Well, do you yes. have a damn it doll? I don't have a damn it doll. I bought a damn it doll. For who? For Aunt Maureen. Oh. For her job that used to be really stressful and she oh, had it at work and okay. all the women at her work used her damn it doll. Oh, that's uh, great. <laughs> it was helping lots of people that's good. Um, in her office. So um, damn it dolls are great. Just Google that if you don't know what it is. It's it just this like stuffed stiff doll that you can like beat, beat on a table. <laughs> <laughs> right. That, that definitely gets some aggression out uh-huh. or, you know. There's oh, definitely, I, I know people who have like punching bags in their house or mm-hmm. punch something you're supposed to punch though, not drywall, drywall or tables or people's faces. Um, Anything else? What about the shame? Shame? What about shame? Uh-huh. What do you do with shame? Shame's big. It's, it's, shame's big. Shame right? is big. It's hard to get rid of it shame. Is. Right? Yeah. I wallow in it. You wallow in it? How's that working for you? Not too great. (laughs) What? That causes more problems. Right? So I don't know how to get rid of the shame. How do you get rid of shame? It depends on what the shame's about. Right? Mm -hmm. So I think, first of all, you just definitely need to be able to have like more positive. When you're noticing that negative self-story that you're telling yourself or a false narrative or a narrative that you think might be true, you should question whether or not it truly is true. Yes. Right. Because usually, usually it's not, usually it's not, or more often, usually you have no idea. Like you don't know. You truly a hundred percent don't know what somebody else is thinking. Yes. Because you're not in somebody else's head. Right. Um, so really turning that way around, I, um, used to work with this woman who would, anytime somebody made a negative comment about themselves, she, she was a mentor of mine. Mm -hmm. So she would make people like her clients say the other side of it. So they'd be like, I always feel so ashamed because I'm late. And then she'd say, but, and you'd have to do a positive side of it. Like 
everybody has a good time when I show up because I'm pretty funny, right? So that would be the other side of like, I'm always late um, or it could be, right? Yes. Um, right. So you could practice doing something like that. Right? Tyler does that specifically with me because I'm really the only one that does it. But if you say something mean about yourself, yes, she so makes you say three nice things. Okay. Well, I'd be happy with just one. Um, she makes you do three. Um, I used to have a client that had a lot of shame around her refrigerator. Her refrigerator, like what's inside the refrigerator or just the refrigerator? No, inside the refrigerator. So inside her refrigerator was often food that had gone bad. Oh, I could see that. And she really, really, so some of the food was expensive, right? Of course. So then she felt bad about the money that she just quote unquote wasted. Sometimes, um, or sometimes um, the bigger issue was like it had gone bad and now it was too gross to touch. Uh, oh. So then she couldn't get rid of it. Oh, no. But then it like, it's only going to get grosser, yes. right? And then it so, might contaminate the other food. Right. So it was always like in a container, right? They were leftovers or whatever. <laughs> um, so she had a ton of shame around it. Um, and so... The only way to really get rid of that shame was to start getting rid of it, right? Getting rid of so, the food or getting rid of the shame? Getting rid of the food helped her get rid of the shame around it. Ah. And to set up a new system so that the food never got to that point. So right. she did two things. She started getting rid of um, of the bad food that was in there. And she set a goal for herself to get rid of like one or two things every night for like a week and then it would all oh, be gone that's a- she had a lot of food. um I see that. and then her system that she put in place was that she ordered these water soluble it's a hard word to say um um labels <laughs> from amazon they were super cheap oh. and she would label her leftovers as to what day she put it in there and what day she had to get rid of it by. Oh, that's smart. And when the date was on there, that made it a lot easier for her to be like, oh, that's going to go bad tomorrow. And I have no intention of eating that tomorrow because I'm going to dinner or because I'm, you know, having a friend over and we're making whatever. So she would just go ahead and get rid of it. Right. And so <clears throat> that really helped her, her deal with that shame. I know some people have a lot of shame around their mail. Their mail? Their mail because they never deal with their mail. So they literally huh. have boxes, boxes, oh, boxes, and boxes oh, of I mail that's years and years old. Oh. Right? So sometimes mail. So, I mean, so if this is you you're somewhere out there and you have boxes and boxes of mail that's really really old mm-hmm. you just take it all to somewhere where they can shut it because there's nothing in there that you need anybody who needed to get a hold of you got what a hold is, of you by now yeah for sure the right so so there's nothing in that mail you need anymore unless you know a hundred percent for a fact that there's like a check in there right why didn't you take it out to begin with the, the mail the check Oh, if right. there's a check somewhere, I'm going to take out the check and get rid of the other mail. You'd be surprised what I found in the mail with my clients. Okay. So, 
So one thing that people can do is go to this website. It's for a direct mail association. So it's the www.dmachoice.org. And you can register yourself on there. And then follow all the steps. And you can opt out of a ton of different kinds of mail options to just limit the amount of mail that comes into your house. It takes about six weeks for it to re- or six months for it to really start working. But you can like stop getting as much mail. That's good. While you're in there, there's an option to also opt out up to three email addresses to not get junk mail. And there's an option in there to either eliminate credit card offers to come. It's one choice is either like three or five years, or the other option is to permanently not get credit card. Mm. Permanently would be nice. Permanently would I mean, be nice. You get rid of mine. I did anyway. I went in and got rid of mine, so I never get credit card offers through the mail. First of all, it's going to like protect your identity. So oh. you should do that anyway. I should. Um, if you're getting credit card offers, though, you should be shredding them um, and not just throwing them away. Um, but if you're not getting the credit card offers, you're not going to be inclined to fill out the application to get the credit, and then which is going to help your credit score. Um, right. But it's also going to protect your your identity, right? Because that's one way that people steal people's identities by opening those credit card offers. And then the other, you know, so if you have lots of mail, you're going to shred it all if it's super old. You're going to limit the amount by going to that website. And the other thing, like if it's only just like a month worth of mail, like grab a friend or a loved one and have somebody sit down with you and go through the mail. Oh. Right. Like often for all of my clients, having somebody do something with them, it's called body doubling. It works for everybody. Right. So I have never had a friend. I've never had a client who's been like, no, that didn't work for me. Having <laughs> my friend come do it with me. Now I do have clients who are like, have so much shame about what their house looks like that it's difficult for them to have anybody in their home, uh-huh. right? Because they're really they're really on the verge of like being hoarders, right? Or oh. they are hoarders, oh. right? And so in that case, you might want to just hire a professional who works with hoarders. That you thing. might want to go to therapy if you really are having trouble getting rid of your stuff, right? Because hoarding is... um a mental health condition, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're um, going to hire a professional organizer that works with hoarders, you want to really, really check into their training because it does take really specific training because just hiring anybody to come like dump all your stuff or dump all of somebody else's stuff. So like if you have a loved one mm-hmm. who you think is a hoarder, don't dump their crap without them because they don't think it's crap. Um, And you'll do a lot of extensive mental health damage. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's definitely help out there, right? And so talk to somebody, right? I definitely have a client right now who has a lot of shame about what's in his house. Mm -hmm. Um, 
he definitely overshops himself, but a lot of the stuff is just stuff that he inherited because he inherited his mother's house and he just like never got rid of her stuff. And she's been gone for like 30 years. Oh, Mm -hmm. right. I mean, he's at the point now he is working with a therapist and he is at a point now where he can like go through a box and be like, oh, this is a box I should get rid of. Oh, right. So he, he is slowly doing it now on his own. But, like, he won't have anybody in his house. He never socially has people over or anything, right? So that really is limiting his relationships, right? So get a professional organizer, get a therapist. If you think you might be a hoarder, Um, right? If you're ready, if you're ready for that step, right? That's not even a step. But that's a huge mental health issue and if you have ADHD in addition to that mental health disorder then you know the ADHD tax is pretty high Mm. in those situations right right I suppose so any other thoughts Mm -hmm. no no other thoughts? I don't think so. All right. Say goodbye, Paige. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you wanted to coach with me, see my information at bigbangcoaching.net. If you are interested in emailing us, you can reach us at thendtoolbox at gmail.com. And if you wanted to see our website, please go to the Neurodiverse toolbox.podbean.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Neurodiverse Toolbox.